expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. Activist Radio is on the air. You have tuned in to the Mark Harrington Show, sponsored by Created Equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders to take on the culture of death and win. You don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. It does come out in one piece. It comes out in one piece. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. And now, here's Mark. 209 minds changed. That's right, 209 minds changed in just five days. You're listening to your radio activist, Mark Harrington here, coming to you from Columbus, Ohio, on our social media platforms and these Salem radio stations. I said 209 minds changed on abortion just in five days. That's right. We just returned from the state of Florida with our justice ride, that is, our premier training project where we put young people in a bus, a charter bus, take them on the road, and train them how to debate abortion with people that disagree with them on college campuses all across the state of Florida. And they go during spring break during up uh, in the north so we can be in the Florida, <laughs> in the south, uh, during uh, spring break. But those schools are open, obviously, so we're there when the students are in session. And the idea is to give these some of the best uh, activists in the country an opportunity to debate abortion with college students. So we had 209 minds changed in five days. Think about that. Now, that's about five hours on a college campus every day, 25 hours total. And we had 209 minds changed. It's almost 10 an hour. Think about that. And think about this. If we were able to do this all across America, every college campus, what America would look like if we could do this. Now, folks, right now we're not capable of doing that. Our vision is that we just continue to do this more and more. Just do more of the same. We've proven this works. If you follow us on Facebook and you listen to this program, we have testimonies all the time of people changing their minds. America would look very different if folks like Created Equal went to every college campus in the country. It would look very different. We'd be changing the next generation of leaders, their minds, that is, their hearts, on abortion, and that would eventually change public policy. So... If you're interested in the Justice Ride, let us know. You can go to justiceride.org. If you have a young person that you'd like to sponsor for this event, we do this once a year in the spring, justiceride.org, if you want to be part of one of the most cutting-edge training programs in the pro-life movement. Well, today I want to talk about how bad it's been to be a pro-abortion advocate in America this week, especially in Ohio. If you're a pro-abortion advocate, if you support abortion and infanticide by the by that way, uh, you have had a very bad, bad, bad week, especially in Ohio. Let me tell you why. This week, just in Ohio, just in Ohio this week, we continue to be on the forefront of the abortion battle. Just yesterday, the Ohio Senate passed the heartbeat bill by a vote of 19 to 13. So that's number one. The heartbeat bill passed the Ohio Senate. It's also been passed in, in either House or Senate in several other states, Missouri, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, uh, and also in the, um, I'm sorry, in, in the House uh, in Kentucky. So four other states have passed the measure 
in either the House or Senate. It's pending, that is the heartbeat bill, in Florida, Texas, South Carolina, West Virginia, Rhode Island, Illinois, Maryland, New York, of all places, New York, Minnesota, and in the United States Congress. So it's not an understatement to say that the heartbeat bill is sweeping the nation. Uh, We are seizing upon this opportunity of the change of the U.S. Supreme Court, the change of the White House, despite the fact that whether that happens or not is really not the reason why this is going on so much. But uh, we would do it either way, whether we had a favorable Supreme Court or not, or favorable uh, individual in the White House. But this is sweeping the nation, folks, the heartbeat bill. And it passed the Ohio Senate yesterday by a vote of thirteen to uh, or 19 to thir- 13. The other thing is the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled in Ohio that Ohio has the uh, right, if you will, uh, they ruled that we could defund Planned Parenthood. Now, you might think, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, I mean, <laughs> these these uh, attempts by legislatures around America to, to try to defund, Amer- uh, uh, defund Planned Parenthood have been consistently being struck down by the courts. So this is a big ruling in our favor, and that is that the state of Ohio can defund Planned Parenthood, according to the Fifth Circuit. It was 11 to 6 vote, and four of those were Trump appointees. So... This is good news. In fact, the more conflicting rulings across America, the more likely the U.S. Supreme Court is going to weigh in on this and hopefully get a favorable ruling and we can finally defund uh, Planned Parenthood uh, on the federal level. So that's it. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that Planned Parenthood can be defunded in Ohio. Uh, Number three, abortionist Martin Haskell, late-term abortionist, notorious abortionist, Martin Haskell, known for creating the partial birth abortion method of killing babies. His facility in Kettering, Ohio, Women's Medical Center in Kettering, Ohio, which has been on the edge of being shut down, had another final, uh, had a a closure hearing, hopefully the last one this week, just this week. So there's a whole lot happening. What I want to do is I'm going to go through each one of these uh, one at a time. Again, Wednesday, this week, the Harpy bill passed the Ohio Senate. It will go on to the House of Representatives where we have a bill also that's been introduced. It's only received sponsor testimony right now. But next week, we should look for proponent testimony, then opponent testimony, then uh, testimony open to everyone, and then it would hopefully get a vote and maybe go back to the Senate. It would be concurred and go to Governor Mike DeWine for signature. We're hoping that by Easter, I think that's maybe being a little optimistic, but by Easter that this would be signed into law, that the heartbeat bill in Ohio be signed into law once and for all after eight years. And I want to just say this, kudos to my friend Janet Porter. Janet was in the gallery yesterday. I got to sit next to her. I mean, in 2011, she brought this idea to my attention at the wake or a funeral of a good friend of mine, Mark Lally, who was uh, legislative director for Ohio Right to Life way back when. And she whispered in my ear, I have an idea. It's called the heartbeat pill. I said, oh, sounds good to me. And we've been at it ever since. Eight straight years, we've been at this at the Ohio State House, Ohio General Assembly, and it looks like we're finally going to get this signed into law after eight years. And I can tell you this, Janet Porter 
is the most tenacious and committed pro-life advocate I know. She is she's somebody you do not want to mess with. And she has almost single-handedly moved this through our state house in the last eight years. It took eight years, but it's going to get done, it looks like. It's going to get done this time. So my hat's, hat's off to her. Um, it's not over yet. We don't want to count our chickens before they hatch, obviously. But it looks like we're going to get this done in Ohio after eight long years. So kudos to Janet Porter. Uh, and uh, she's done fantastic work. She is the personification of the persistent widow that we see in Scripture in the parable that Jesus talked about that bothered the judge enough that she that, that judge gave her justice. And, and that's the way she has operated at the Ohio legislature. She has not given up. She has pestered and bothered the legislature so long that they are just ready to pass this thing to get her out of their hair almost. I mean, <laughs> that may be part of the reason. I also believe that the legislature has changed a whole lot in eight years uh, from a uh, marginally pro-life legislature to a very strong pro-life legislature. And I know the heartbeat bill isn't the whole deal, right? It's not the end of abortion. I get it. But it is a huge quantum leap forward in ending abortion in that we could see 60, 70, 80 percent of all abortions in, in, in Ohio ended by the heartbeat bill. There's still a lot more to be done, and we're hoping to uh, get moving right away on the Life of Conception Act in the state of Ohio. So that's the first thing to happen. Once again, it's a bad week to be a pro-abortion advocate in the state of Ohio. Number two, Ohio Democrats and abortion groups, NARAL, Planned Parent, all the others, continue to refuse to condemn, gen uh, condemn infanticide. Believe it or not, after all that's happening in New York with Governor Cuomo, with the Governor Northup in uh, Virginia, then the six Democrats who voted against the the bill that would protect uh, pre-born uh, born babies after a failed abortion attempt, all of that has hit national news. They're still doubling down on this uh, on this whole uh, idea of infanticide. Uh, so. What we have done just in the last couple of weeks, and I want to talk about this, uh, we went to uh, Senator Jared Brown's office, one of those who had, uh, is considering running for president. Uh, and we went to his office here in Columbus, and we held a rally. And what we were doing is calling on Jared Brown to, to resign because he is not upholding the United States Constitution, where it says in the 14th Amendment that all persons naturalized all persons born and naturalized in the united states are are um protected right to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness or our pursuit of happiness right so we went to senator brown's office we held a rally the pro-abortion advocates were there they tried to disrupt the rally despite all that the message was given was pronounced very clearly trumpeted from megaphones what i want to do here i'm going to play a short clip of yours truly at the rally, uh, trying my best to rise up, <laughs> my voice rise up above of the abortion advocates there who supported genocide, believe it or not. So let's go ahead and play that clip. Democrats are for universal health care unless it's for a born child that survived an abortion attempt. Then they're not for universal health care. You know that? They say universal health care, but not for the babies. Not for the ones that survive the abortion attempts. No, they're not for that. Lies, lies, lies. Isn't that interesting? Lies, lies, lies. 
They're saying lies, lies, lies. They're saying lies. You can end it there. So that was the rally at Senator Brown's office last week. Uh, We were rallying against the Democrats who had voted to support the killing of born children who survive an abortion attempt. The law that they're trying to pass at the U.S. Senate is called the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. Now, that's a mouthful. But the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. I mean, it's hard to believe, folks. We actually have to pass a law to tell people that you're supposed to give medical care to children that were born alive. See, what's happened is that abortion advocates and women who want abortions don't just want the right to choose. They want the right to a dead baby. Bottom line, whether it's born or unborn, that's the issue now. And as I said in my speech, as best I could, using my megaphone to try to rise up above the abortion advocates interrupting my talk, but what I'm saying is that universal health care, they call for universal health care, except for born babies who survive an abortion attempt. They're for universal health care, except for... Those children who survive an abortion attempt. The other thing is, we talk about immigration reform or, uh, you know, this whole issue of the border and, the, you know, putting the wall up, President Trump trying to build a wall and all that. And they talk about birthright citizenship extending to uh, mothers of children that were born here, mo- illegal alien mothers who were born here, and they say, well, we ought to protect those children. They're for that, but they're not for protecting children that were born alive as a result of an abortion attempt. So they're doubling down on this stuff, folks. I mean, we're seeing that at the national level, and we're seeing that in the Statehouse in Columbus. And I went to the committee hearing the other day. Uh, This was a committee hearing that was going to be hearing the the heartbeat bill, but they also heard a resolution uh, that would uh, support the actions of Congress to try to pass this Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. And in the committee, none of the Democrats voted for the resolution. This was just a resolution to say, we support the passage of the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. And none of the Democrats voted for it in committee, in, including freshman Senator Tina Marahath, I think it is. Marharath, there it is. Marharath, sorry about that. <laughs> Tina Marharath. And she was roundly rebuked by the chairman of the committee, David 
Burke, who's a Republican, and she was rebuked because she basically thought this was a whole this whole thing was a waste of time. So what I'd like to do is play this clip, if you would, Mr. Producer, go ahead and play this clip. This is an interchange between Chairman David Burke and Tina Maharath, who is a freshman senator from Ohio. Senator Maharath. So, Chair, I, as you all know, I'm a new legislator. This is the last thing I want to see today because we have tons of other bills to go through rather than resolutions that or we already have a federal law in place for. So as a new legislator, this is a complete waste of time. And I, I, I respect you and admire you as a chair, so you know, can we look at other bills besides something that's continuously going on within the General Assembly for the last, what, 10 years or so? I appreciate the General Lady's question, and as she knows, as a member of the Ohio Senate and General Assembly, every member is well within their purview to submit any piece of legislation, whether resolution or bill, uh, that they so desire, and there is a due process that goes forward with those hearings uh, that matures that piece of legislation. Uh, I myself, speaking as Senator Dave Burke and not the chair, anytime I'm given the opportunity to double down on people who don't resuscitate infants who have been born, I will do that. It is absurd that in any situation a child will be left on a table after birth regardless of the circumstance. Uh, I will double down on that policy all day long. So I know that's not the answer that you wanted from me, but I hope from a process point that in response to your question as to why any member can bring forward any piece of legislation they so wish. There you go, you can end it there. I don't know. Chairman Burke did a wonderful job. He sat through three hearings on the heartbeat bill and then had to take this kind of question from Senator Maroth. I mean, I, I tell you what, he, he is now my favorite Ohio senator, if not my favorite Ohio legislator. I went up to him yesterday and thanked him for how he handled the committee, thanked him how he answered that question uh, in light of this. I mean, think about this. Senator Maroth, she's bothered by the fact that she'd have to spend time talking about protecting children that were born as a result of a failed abortion attempt. Like, that's a waste of time. Uh, what else are we doing in government that matters more than protecting children who were born? Tell me that, Senator Maroth. I mean, tell me that. Now, to her credit and to the rest of the Democrats, they have seen the light because when the resolution came to the floor of the Ohio Senate yesterday, they voted in favor of it. And why? Purely political, probably in my view, because they all voted against it in the committee, because they don't want to be uh, hammered like Governor Northup and others have and the Democrats running for, for uh, presidency. They see that uh, politically this is a bad move to vote against it, so that's why they voted for it when it came to the House, or, or when it came to the floor of the Senate, and voted against it when it was in committee. So that's the second thing that's happened that makes it very hard to be a pro-abortion advocate in the state of Ohio this week. Now, number three, and that is that abortionist Martin Haskell, Martin Haskell, late-term abortionist, the inventor of the partial birth abortion method, brain suction abortion, uh, is hopefully has had his final hearing on his revocation of his license and the closure of this clinic. But the truth of the matter is this guy has had nine lives. 
unlike the children he's been killing for the last couple of decades, he has nine lives. He's killed thousands of children, some of them in the late stages of pregnancy. But thankfully, hopefully, his killing machine there in Dayton, Ohio, Kettering area, Women's Med Center, is coming to a close because he's running out of legal options. Now, I expect the judge to rule against him and to to rule that this abortion mill will be closed in Kettering, Ohio, which will send shock shockwaves across America, especially the abortion industry, because he's one of the kingpins, folks. He's like Warren Hearn, Leroy Carhart, those notorious abortion, Curtis Boyd in New Mexico. This guy's at the top of the list as one of the worst killers in the country. And if we take him down and his abortion facility and run him out of business, that will send shockwaves across America. So we're hoping that this will be it. Now, of course, he can appeal possibly the U.S. Supreme Court, and we never know. But the bottom line is Created Equal has had much to do with this. And this has been a long fight. We've been at it for 10 years. In the last couple of years, we put a lot of pressure on the— OBGYNs and other doctors that signed on to his transfer agreement that kept him open. Because in Ohio, you need to have a transfer agreement to run a ambulatory surgical center. And so Created Equal put pressure, political pressure, public pressure, public exposure on, uh, on Haskell and his abortion center, uh, and also on Right States Physicians, which was the group of physicians that signed on to his transfer agreement. And uh, and we've gotten some publicity for that. In the Associated Press, they wrote, quote, the anti-abortion group Created Equal has launched a campaign aimed at calling out doctors involved in abortions, which included posters, mailers, vehicles circulating through doctors' neighborhoods publicizing their names. And it says, this is a quote from Jennifer Branch, who is the uh, attorney for Women's Med Center and uh, Dr. Martin Haskell, abortionist Martin Haskell. She said this quote, other OBGYNs in the community saw what was going on, which is created equal in the neighborhoods, Flyering, running our trucks, billboard trucks and stuff, uh, outing these physicians for supporting Dr. Haskell, saw what was going on and didn't want to be part of it. So the reason why he's in court today, at least in part, is because he was unable to find another doctor or doctors to sign on to his transfer agreement. Folks, this is Project Week Link. The weak link to the abortion industry are the enablers, are the ones that keep the abortion business running. And we target them, completely protected by the First Amendment. It's constitutional free speech to basically tell people what they do. All we're doing is exposing them for what they do, advertising what they do in their own communities. Frankly, they ought to be thankful that we're doing that. We're giving them free publicity, but they're not because they realize that abortion is the dark side of of medicine, that abortionists are the bottom feeders of the medical community, and they don't want to be a part of it. And that's why they're not signing on to these transfer agreements. So we're, we're not counting our chickens before they hatch there either. 
but I'm hoping within the next couple of weeks I'll be able to come to you and tell you about the success that we've had that Dr. Martin Haskell, abortionist Martin Haskell, late-term abortionist Martin Haskell, partial birth abortionist Martin Haskell has been run out of business once and for all. So we're hoping for that. Keep praying for that. And, folks, please pray for the heartbeat bill. Please pray that it goes pray that it goes through the Ohio House and then goes back to the Senate and we come together for a bill that can be signed by our governor here in the state of Ohio, Mike DeWine, soon. And we can set a precedent for all across America, for all these state houses that are doing the same. Folks, we, we've got an opportunity or a window to make a big, big difference on the abortion fight. And we're asking you to join us. Go to createdequal.org if you want to find out about our organization, or go to markharrington.org if you want to find out about this uh, radio show. And we'd love to have you be a part of us, whether you go on a justice ride or join us at one of our rallies or support us financially. And if you want to support us, you can simply go to our website at createdequal.org, click on the donate link. You can give electronically there online if you wish. So you've been listening to your radio activist, Mark Harrington, once again coming to you from our studios in Columbus, Ohio. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808, 614-269-7808, or go online to createdequal.net, createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.